This is Heavy Hog Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the preseason matchup between the Washington Redskins and the Buffalo Bills, the injury report, transactions, our game balls, and kicking the balls award. This and much more, live with Aaron, Josh, and John. Yo, 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 what's up, y'all? Yo, 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 what's happening? Yo, 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 what's up? Excellent. Welcome, everybody. Harry Hog Football, number 296. Are we timing this? Are we timing this so that our first, our 300th episode will be after the first game? I think that's what we're trying to do. 300 episodes will be after the Saints game. The game with the Saints, the season opener. Yes, sir. And on which the Saints will get a L. kick in the bow. The Saints will <laughs> go marching out of the Superdome with their heads hung low. They're going to go marching out 0-1. Speaking of, when do I need to do my precarious predictions? Because I think I'm going to go another route this year. I think we don't do that until two more weeks, right? Yeah, because we'll need something to talk about after the, uh, the fourth preseason game. Because no one will play. Because we'll only be watching that Scrubs at that point. We'll be watching that one's going to be worse than. Oh man, it's going to be worse than the second half of the one that we just watched. We won't even know their names. Hey, there were some bright spots in that second half. There were a few bright spots. Yeah, in like there. when they took Rex Grossman out. Not for the oh. Bills, though. <laughs> Could uh, with the Bills' <laughs> offensive lineman just like the most penalized offensive line you have oh ever my seen. Gosh. Dude, it was it was getting Dude. comical. There were so many... I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I, I was yelling at the TV. I was like, this game's not going to end till like one in the freaking morning. <laughs> Dude, they had you guys don't know how to listen to a snap count. They had at Dude, least six or seven that? false starts and in they, a row, and they had like six or seven um, holding penalties, holding calls. I think they're like big and yeah. sloppy, and they just kind of like are unbalanced, unbalanced or something. They just kind of like. They spent too much time at CC's. Some of their holding calls was because our dogs were all over the place, like Ryan Kerrigan and Arakpo. They couldn't keep up. Man. And Rob Jackson, my dog. Rob Jackson. Yes. Uh, I got to say, the game got pretty boring after the first couple of drives. I wasn't bored. I, I watched the whole entire thing. I didn't say I didn't watch it. I said it got boring. I wasn't bored, is what I'm saying. I was bored. I got bored. I got bored during that one drive, the one drive of the Bills, when they just kept false starting and false starting. And false <laughs> I was starting. like, man. <laughs> I had to go back. Head false starts. Good Lord. I did have to go back and watch the first quarter. That and was like time for a bathroom break during that. I had to watch the end of the first quarter multiple times because I just kept cracking up from that touchback call and I couldn't pay attention. <laughs> that was quite possibly the worst call I've ever seen in any game. Oh my gosh, what was that? The dude that, was standing right there. He was like right there. The dude threw the little blue bean bag down at the four yard line. I know, so <laughs> who overruled it? And I, then the I, guy was like, oh, somebody else saw something different. We better call it that. Yeah, you saw them having like a, a, a meeting between the head referee He's like, and, Look, guys. and the umpire. 
And they and the umpire just kind of had a look on his face, like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. And the referee was like, <laughs> "The referee was like, look, man, I know you were standing right there, but I was about, I don't know, forty yards away, and what I saw is it went into the end zone." Dude, that referee was annoying me, and I figured out the third time watching the game, I figured out what it was about him that was annoying me so much. Whenever he called a penalty, and I was watching the game, you know, the condensed version where you just go play to play. So basically, penalty to penalty call. <laughs> <laughs> and every time he announced the number of the person that that caused the penalty or got the penalty called, he would close his eyes, like the opposite of rolling them, you know, like holding his eyes like he's blinking, but for an extra, like okay. an extra long blink, so it looked like he was annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> so he'd be like, holding, eyes closed. Dude, I know. Number Eyes closed, 21, eyes open. <laughs> like he, he had public speaking issues. Maybe they were talking in his ear. I don't know. I think he was mad because, you know, it was a Thursday night. And typically on a Thursday night for him, that means he's refereeing the East Buffalo Junior High School, um, you know, I think he's, he's Sabres or whatever Buffalo they are. Wild Wings. And then heading over to Applebee's <laughs> afterwards. Yeah, then heading over to BW3's for some, uh, you know, something. After I'm that, Tuesday. He's like, man, it's Thursday night. I'm missing refing my junior high game. Man, tonight's like two for one fajita night. <laughs> dude, these refs are really. Dude, he's like, he's like, Chili's is waiting for me. Come on, dude. These refs are so bad. You know, they're that, like, the real refs are just like chuckling when they saw that touchback. Well, you, you got to think about it from their standpoint. These guys are used to like these are like Division two, II, Division three. Um, some of them are are like high school refs. Seriously, they messed up the coin toss in two of the first preseason games. What do you They're mean? Absolute- Why aren't they like single A college or something? Why are they triple like division a? division be- because those division one whatever? <laughs> because those guys are getting ready to do real football, like college football, like real college football. So not these like might be Minnesota like arena or Wisconsin people. Whitewater versus Mount Union. So is it like arena league type deeds? Canadians? I don't even know. I don't wouldn't even say they were that good, but I think th- you, you got to think about if they're if they're working with these really huge or really small college guys or high school guys, relatively speaking, and then suddenly they go into the NFL and everything's ten times faster, and the guys are like ten times bigger. It seems to them they're probably a little uh, little taken aback at the uh, at the way it works in the NFL. Is that why that guy's like blinking like he's all annoyed? Like I know what I'm doing. This was totally I think he was blinking because he was nervous. And then the Chan Gailey was like, what? That was at the four freaking yard line? Even, even Shanahan was like, what are they talking about? And then, <laughs> they were all like, what? And then he was like, I thought Shanahan's glass eye was about to pop out of his head. And he was like, here you go. Guess what? Here's the red <laughs> challenge flag. And he's, like, <laughs> and he's like, comes over and he looks all annoyed and does the long blank again. And he's like, the what? what? The, <laughs> the we long- don't have those in junior high. The The what? The long blink. <laughs> he does the long blink again. He's like, Buffalo is challenged. Eyes he's closed. Like, eyes uh, closed. Uh, eyes closed. Eyes open. So he's ruling he's on the Southeast eyes closed. Buffalo field. Rec League. <sighs> anyway, because of that call, I was just like joking it for the whole rest of the first quarter and couldn't pay attention to the game. Yeah, it, it was just, it was ludicrous. You guys, I'm missing two for one boneless wing apps at Chili's. Blink. Through this game. Blank. Oh, by the way, welcome everyone to episode, what we say, 296. And I would like to thank our uh, longtime benevolent sponsor, David Lee of David Lee Legal Services. 
David Lee, David Lee. Nobody does it like David Lee. I just wanted to let you guys know that. Uh, we don't want to know, dude. Uh, I said doesn't. I said nobody doesn't like David Lee. Nobody doesn't like Dave. Oh, nobody doesn't like. Dude, that's a double negative. That's how the song goes. Nobody doesn't like David Lee. <laughs> nobody does it like Sarah Lee. <laughs> it's, no, it's nobody doesn't like David Lee. <laughs> does that mean somebody likes him? Everybody likes him. Nobody doesn't like David Lee. Why don't we just say everybody likes David Lee? No, because it's more fun to say it that way. Especially criminals. And it's a play it. on the, you know, the old... Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Alleged. Alleged, alleged criminals alleged. like David Lee. Good Lord. And yet he's still a long-time <laughs> benevolent sponsor, even though Aaron... Sorry, all this legalese. things like that. All this legalese is above me. Here's anyway, a question thank you for to David, David Lee, Lee, by the way. Oh, question okay. for David Lee. David Lee wrote us in. If if a Cowboys fan gets in trouble while in D.C. or Virginia and calls David Lee, will he represent them? I well, think that, them. that is a moral and ethical issue. I think legally he... Well, I don't know. I think legally, legally he he'd have to pass it on to one of his colleagues. He doesn't, ha- he doesn't have Confli- to accept oh, he doesn't a have to. It's a, it's a conflict of interest. Yeah, conflict of interest. I think the correct thing to do would be to pass it on to one of yeah, his colleagues. Yeah, legally he could be like, look, I really can't represent you, right? I mean, because I, I can't, can't stand Dallas. I can't have an unbiased opinion of you. I, I immediately think that you're a guilty criminal. I think you're a criminal because <laughs> you're a Cowboys fan. So, um, guess what? I don't know. Can't he even represent anyone from the Dallas area? There's Redskins fans there. We have a few that have written in before. That's true. That the true. Redskins fans in the Dallas area. Someone's got to be oppressed. <laughs> There's Redskins holding fans down, everywhere. Holding down the fort. Oh yeah, There's... on another on another note. USA. 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 How many medals Dude. did we round out the Royd with? We rounded out the Royd with I do believe I'm gonna double check before I throw the number out. No, I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, that would be one hundred and four medals for the United States of America. As oh. was stitched in a Stunning silver lettering on the back of our black jackets every time we're on top of the uh, metal stand. What was the watching uh, old glory go up on the? Uh, how many? The, who had the like, most medals? The United States of America. Who had the most gold medals? The United States of America. Who had the most silver? The United States of America. Bronze. Why that would be the United States of. America. Are we had the most medals USA, in every category? USA, USA. <laughs> every category we had the most medals. Every category. Dang. No, John. Man, since you're bringing I, my up my dog the, just came ran, running in here because I was cheering for USA and she thought she was going to get a treat because I was all pumped. China was all pumped for like the first week, thinking they were going to have the most. But they keep getting medals in all those like like these fake fake sports. Like what synchronized swimming? Uh, uh, synchronized diving. Synchronized. What was the one that I saw? Uh, uh, rhythmic ball, water gymnastics. Pole is that the one where they had the ball and the hula hoop and stuff? And the hula hoop and the ribbons and stuff. That was kind of. That's weird. not a sport. It was like that's a like cross a, between dance and. That's uh, a gymnastics. Cirque du Soleil show. You don't put that in the Olympics. What is that mess? How did China do in trampoline? You know, a serious sport. Oh, oh, oh! 
Yeah, trampoline. Um, right. Let's see. I, um, research. Who were the right. ones that got trampoline, kicked out? Trampoline, they for... got one gold, one silver, and two bronzes. Who were the ones that got kicked out for the badminton thing? Oh, uh, ooh, yeah, that's right. Korea. Those were a couple know, of different once, countries. Once China left the pool, it was like, oh, snap. They're done. Yeah, pretty much. They were great in diving and swimming and gymnastics. Rhythmic gymnastics. I saw we Rhythm. won a gold medal in wrestling the other day. We had a female judo Wrestling. winner of a gold medal. Our women won more medals than the men, didn't they? Yeah, we can't joke swimming too much because we did win like 31 medals in swimming. Oh, we but, tore it up. I mean, well, yeah, yeah, you know, Michael Phelps and all the guys who wear the pants too low. <laughs> they don't wear yeah, them as low done. as those Let's divers. Let's see if he's do. really done, dude. Or will Michael Phelps be a Brett Favre? Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Done. <laughs> Anyway, congratulations to the United States of America for all of their medals and all the other countries that came in second best and worst. Second and third. And, you know, Great Britain came in fourth with 65 medals, which is is really, really good. pretty good. good. Didn't they only have one medal like a few years ago? I heard that on TV. I don't know. I don't know. Was it eight years ago? Eight. Since we're chatting about the Olympics, I want to bring up the uh, whole conversation that we texted back and forth, John, about uh, football in the Olympics. Yes, yes, yes. And Lyndon only had uh, two medals in St. Louis in 1904, but 47 is the most that they've gotten in, in a while. How many did they have like in the last couple Olympics? Not that many. That's what no, Bob no. Costas or, was saying. In, oh, I'm sorry. In Beijing, they only had 47. In Athens, they only got 30. And in Sydney, 28. So it was a big uptick for the, uh, for the home country. Yeah. And I thought they did a rather good job. They did. I thought the opening and closing ceremonies were quite British and quite funny, except for that whole texting boy-girl story thing in the opening. I thought that was a little strange. So, the dudes, I have an idea for football in the Olympics. Yeah. I think that they should, the teams, they should match them up and basically form a bracket and they play 15-minute or single-quarter games. Okay. There's no way. The United States would destroy everybody. No one else plays American football. They play single quarter games until they get down to the semifinals where they play uh, they play a half, basically. And then they give them like three or four days. So this is, this is timed out like over the two weeks, right? And then okay. once they get down to the final, they have one final full-length game. Dude, they can't do it. Why? No one plays American football. The game is too football. technical. It would take years and years and years for them to establish themselves where they could compete against the best of the freaking NFL. <laughs> well, I know, but basically it would guarantee another gold medal for the United States. Man, we don't need no Chinese or like Soviet Union guarantee set up like that. We're the United <laughs> States. But we're John, United you were talking States, about, you, you were kind of <laughs> complaining that there's no football in the Olympics yet. And actually my response was not what I just said. It was like, oh, it's like, it, there's no way they could do it because the players would all die on the field if they tried to play. You know. Yeah, I, w- I was really just complaining because, I mean, there's no realistic way to put football in the Olympics. They don't even play the same football in Canada. so They're not even a real yeah. country. Yeah, anyway. That's why we have soccer because it's universal. All right. Yeah. Can or we please fo- talk about football? Oh, yeah. Enough, you know, enough of the Olympics. It was awesome. The beauty of the Olympics for the last couple of weeks is that it bridged the gap until football season. It did. It bridged the gap. It, it was a good summer for, for worldwide sporting events like the Euros and London 2012 and Twin Twins. Yes. 
And not only is it football season, but it's football season coming up this week. Starting this weekend. Yep. Yeah, I saw that Chelsea got beat in the Community Shield. They did. They better did you watch the Community that. Shield, Josh? That is your team, Chelsea, as a matter of fact. Josh, Chelsea, right? Correct. You're correct. Chelsea. Did you watch the Community Shield? Our first matches start on uh, the... Well, they start the 18th, but then after that, there's uh, there's one on like the 24th or something for Chelsea. Chelsea. If I'm not mistaken, which I could be. Matches anyway, on to the Washington Redskins. Now that That's we're 16 right. minutes into this podcast. And we've talked about a little bit of football, a little bit of David Lee. All right, let's talk about the game, dudes. A whole lot of Olympics. In case USA. you missed it, the Washington Redskins faced the Buffalo Bills on Thursday night and came away with a victory. Victory, a hard fought. Seven to Whopping six. victory. A Seven wonderful, to flowing game of football. You know, the victory was fought and won in like the first three drives. It really was. That's it. So, After that, there was no... There was no other – it wasn't even like worth watching really. I mean even watching the new guys, it was like, come on. You know what? The rest of the game seemed like the Redskins have looked for like the past three or four years. Yeah, but like the whole team. Like they yeah. super, they <laughs> like super the struggled. But like the first three you know, drives or whatever it was, they, it's, it just seemed pretty easy. Well, let me just say, Garcon, dude, was a beast. Who? Who called it? Garcon was a beast. Josh Morgan had an awesome game. He eventually did. He he got he started a little bit slow, and he ended up doing pretty well playing out there, second and third team. He played Getting awesome. Some reps. I, some I reps don't know his stats, in. but going back, it was like four for something. He had some good catches. He had that one that he had the he had that juggle one, which I wouldn't say that was good because he should have pulled it in. But then but later he, he had one he that was it. that he caught far from his body and had to pull in off the ground. Yeah. He had a nice one. I think he's going to – and, you know, Santana Moss, they were playing him in the slot, man. That's that's where he needs to be. I don't think Santana Moss had any catches. I don't – did he have one? Hankerson had one on the sideline. That was his first completion from RG3. That, yeah, that was his only catch of the game. But, yeah, they started Hankerson and Garcon. Yeah, I think – I think going in, judging by the first preseason game, I think the starting receivers on the outside are going to be um, Garcon and um, Joshua Morgan, who I'm going to now call Ned Morgan. <laughs> or maybe or maybe uh, Hankerson as well. I don't know, dude. But, I don't know if Hankerson's going to beat out Josh Morgan. I don't know. <laughs> I think Morgan. Josh Morgan has better hands, and he's big. Well, we know about Hankerson's Mickey Mouse hands, but you know he's he's doing he's a big guy too. He's tall, so he's we'll see. I was more we'll impressed see. with Ned Morgan than I was with Leonard Hankerson in that game. Yeah, what do you think, Josh? I mean, Ned. I don't know. <laughs> I'm 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 neutral right now. I'm just gonna wait and see. Wait and see. That's a very political answer. But who do you think had the better game? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. I really don't know. You know, I was kind of just watching them, looking and saying, hmm, I don't know. I, I want to see him play another couple of preseason games before I make any sort of... Yeah, I want to see Josh Morgan play more in, in the first team before I really make a judgment. But right. he is coming back from injury, so... that's But that, to me... All right, yeah, you're right. He was not playing with the first team. 
But then again, he was trying to catch passes from like Rex Grossman. Grossman. Oh and, and, my uh, god. Kurt Cousins. Kurt Cousins was all right. People were like, man, or the Bills announcers were like, he's being so awesome. And I was like, he's all right. He's throwing some behind the dudes. And well, yeah, I mean, he's a rookie he though. He's a third round draft pick. He's what? He wasn't undrafted. I said a third round. He was a, a rookie. A third yeah, round. for a rookie quarterback, I would have been like, man, he looks awesome. Last year, I'd have been like, he's our dude. Especially with like John Beck and Rex Grossman there. That's sexy and Bexy. All right, all right. We got to talk about Rexy a little bit. Because um, you know I'm going to bring him up later in the second half of the show as we bring back our usual accoutrement in the second half of the show. We have to. Oh, we certainly do. Um, Rex Grossman sucked, dude. He, he was, was terrible. What was he was he the was worst for the like quarterback? Two for ten for twenty-two yards. Why can't I we can't cut him? He actually. I, I, uh, Why can't we cut I, him and save some cap money and keep that Jonathan Crompton guy? Because I thought he looked pretty good in training camp. Guys, two for ten for twenty-two yards. Can we not find another veteran quarterback? Because maybe he's just afraid of having, like, you know, a second-year Crompton and then two rookies, and he wants know. to have the experience of Rex Grossman there. Maybe maybe Grex is, is trying to tutor him or something. I, I have I no think idea. he has um, – He's terrible. He's like, watch he's me. Don't do this. Pocket, man. I think he's afraid. Do Rex as Grossman? I say. He just sucks, dude. He's I just terrible. He looks so – Aaron and I were talking about this watching the game or after the game. He looks like us out there right now. He's so, like, he doesn't look like an athlete. He looks like some dude like us that just got off his couch. Like, he's not <laughs> fit. He's just out there all, like, with his double chin and all, like, eh. Like some air. dude at a pickup game at the park. Yeah. Some dude at a pickup game at a park that thinks he's good, and he's not. Dude needs to get on P90X. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, That's I'll tell lot. you one thing, Josh. Oh, man. Rex Grossman, he was throwing it like on little swing passes. He's throwing it like behind dudes and at their feet. He almost got Niles Paul killed a couple times, leading him across the middle. Uh, like no, on, and he's like playing his first post. game as a tight end, man. And I was like, don't throw that. I ah, know. And uh, then he almost got it picked a couple times. Did he get it picked or was that Cousins? Um, Cousin had one pick. Did Grossman have a pick? No, oh. he, he had a couple that should have been picked. I mean... Both teams dropped a lot of uh, a lot of picks. We had one dude who had the the ball hit him right in the hands. Yeah, it was that Keel guy. Keel, that dude. Keel. Yeah, I was like, man, I feel sorry for that guy. He's gonna be cut. He didn't get cut yet because yeah. he had another uh, decent play after that. Yeah, I forget what it was. It was a sack. Yes, yes, yes. His name's yeah. Brian Keel. He's a linebacker out of Brigham Young. He actually, you know, you talk about he didn't get cut. Actually, if you look at the game stats, he had the most total uh, tackles in the game. He's freaking he old. Six, he had six tackles, three solos, one sack. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be the finch or the clincher this year, but we'll see. I thought Richard Crawford had a pretty decent game. They were definitely taking a good, strong look at him in the first Dude, half. Dude, I think Richard Crawford in that game has about – surplanted uh what's his face bb hummingbird hummingbird because he was contributing on the kick return team he had a couple nice moves he was sure-handed um he moved forward he had an interception um what else did he have a couple other decent plays 
He was out. Who else? He made the most of his time out there. And Brandon Banks, and I know, I know he wasn't with the first team. I know it. But yeah. they threw the ball to him a lot. They threw they all right. I was they threw it to like six or seven times. No, they threw it to him like twenty times. And I, I mean, mean, I gotta like, say, you know, like I don't he think he caught to, it at all. He didn't burn anybody, man. You know, like I didn't see him like totally blow past anybody. He had uh, two receptions for seven yards. Yeah, but he got targeted at least at least fifteen times, and I'm not exaggerating. And every time he got hit, I was afraid he wasn't going to get up. He no, he yeah. was targeted nine times. No, he was targeted no the way. most out of anyone. He was targeted nine times by like Rex Grossman. Yeah, yeah total total targets, dude. He was targeted nine times. Where are you seeing that stat? That's, Daly. That's a stat. Someone keeps that targets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it seemed like he was targeted a lot more than that. Nine times. And it just caught... seemed like it because they kept throwing it to him over and over again in that one little stretch. Anyway. His longest was seven yards. He had a seven-yard reception. Anyway, Richard Crawford impressed me in this game a lot more than Brandon Banks did. Yeah, me too. Crawford. Um, Al- Alfred. Alfred Morris. Who's Richard Crawford? Dude, he was the... Josh. Did you... Oh, he had that interception, right? And he returned like five kicks and had a couple of Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I was like, he's not on the receiving core. What are you talking about? No, I'm saying he's the guy that could supplant Brandon Banks. Because we don't need another... Like you made that jump, but I was thinking like we were talking about receivers. I was like, what? A, A, we don't need any more receivers. It's stacked. And B, we could use extra defensive backs always if you know what i'm saying you know somebody else that i thought had a good game is uh aaron's dog chris neald <laughs> chris neald, neald got injured didn't he he uh actually yeah we're gonna talk about that coming up here um but neald he had, and, he had a couple uh, of tackles and a nice sack chris <laughs> neald is freaking huge dude he neald looks like a goliath a standing yeah, out there he did like when me and uh, Nick the yeah. Greek were standing there watching the practice, I was like, dude, look at Chris Neal. He's freaking huge. Yeah. Yeah. That is a large man out there. And you know who's big, too? This Baker guy. Chris Baker. Yeah, that's who I was trying to think of coming up. This Chris Baker guy who got hurt right after he got signed last year. He's like, out of literally. Hampton, too. Yeah. He had a couple he, of tackles. He's 333 think, pounds, dude. He had a couple of tackles, and he had a hit on, on, uh, on the quarterback that was pretty good there. I have a feeling we may have we may be seeing the last preseason for uh, Kedrick Golston, the way that these guys are coming along. Yeah, Golston, know. man, he didn't do a whole lot. He basically had one tackle on the game. Yeah, he was in there for a little bit, but and it was a uh, it was basically an assist. Yeah, I mean, but if, I, if if I've learned anything about Kedrick Golston, though, it's not to count him out. I gotta say, guys, That's I was dis I was disappointed and not see more out of. I don't even remember seeing him or I can't really comment on the linebackers in general, except for on the pass rush. Yeah, because the play, because every damn time the Buffalo Bills had the ball, it was a penalty over and over. And that's all you could think about was penalty, penalty, penalty. And then seeing these big fat fatties running right up the middle at the quarterback every time. But the middle linebackers, I can't remember them having to make a play. Not really. All of the uh, outside linebackers, like freaking Arakpo and. Kerrigan were all over it. And Dude, then, like so totally, was Rob Jackson. Am I totally out of it? Was Fletcher hurt this week? Was he out? Fletcher played. What are you talking about? He was 
he played. He with, just didn't yeah, really. I didn't see him do anything. That's what I'm saying. They didn't really have much to do in the middle. They didn't. Like, that's what I'm saying. Was he like taking it easy? I mean, he didn't even have a tackle. He didn't have to. They didn't have anything to do really, dude. Which is good. The line, good I'm so the line used was to seeing him, him like. I'm so used uh-huh. to seeing him like be in there on every tackle and every play. Dude, the yeah, defensive yeah. front very line different. was playing very well. Yeah, it was, it was, Josh, it's a really good point. It was really nice to see that London Fletcher, old man Fletcher, did not have to bust his tail on every single play. I'm sure he did, but he didn't have to bust his tail and make every single defensive play. Yeah, but you know he's probably like, come on, guys, save some tackles for me. <laughs> you know who else looked pretty good out there, starting to get a little, uh, little play going? Aaron Superdog. Jarvis who? Jenkins? Jarvis. I, th- I was a little disappointed with his play. I think he wasn't nearly first game as, after tearing his knee up. I know, but he wasn't nearly as dominating as he was last year. But hopefully he'll start, yeah, like you're saying, get some momentum going. He didn't play bad. Yeah, yeah dude. It was his first first real action after having his knee tore up before the last, before preseason, basically. He was, last look, year. he was looking a little odd body, though. That's why I'm wondering if his knee's bothering him. Like, he wasn't bending down. He was like. He was probably testing you it out. You know what I mean? Lot. How Odd Body yeah. always stood like straight up. Odd Body higher. Odd Body. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not writing him off. He's still my dog. But I think I think he's just getting started. As long as as long as his other knee doesn't blow out. Yeah. Let's hope I think that he's just getting started. I didn't see much of character. I didn't see much character either. I don't know if he was off doing his WWE stuff or what. I don't think he got much play. And what about what about Bowen? What about Bowen and uh, Barry Cofield? Did they even play? I don't. I don't know if they even played. I don't even remember seeing those two guys. I don't remember or seeing them at all. I think they. I don't know. Maybe they're saving those guys, or maybe they just played a few snaps at the very beginning. And then they were out, and we were already like freaking out about the bad refereeing at that point. Like Garcon, did he get both feet in on that catch? I still think he did. I don't know yeah. if he did, but he should have. I think he did. He drug his one toe. He drug his one foot. He just did it so fast. These referees from you know Martinsville Junior High School couldn't get it right. We haven't even mentioned this, but RG three had a solid outing. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah, that new guy. Oh, yeah. RG3. Oh, yeah, the new guy, RG3. That guy. Dude, four, four for six for 70 yards. It should have been five he, for six. He averaged 11.7 yards, one touchdown. Did he look as comfortable as I thought he looked out there? He, he looks super comfortable, man. He just looked like he was out for a stroll in the park. Wouldn't that – I mean, he looked ridiculously comfortable oh, for yeah, his dude. first game. And and the thing that I was loving about it is they were not letting him do anything except stay in the pocket and throw. He didn't the ball. do a single rollout. Not he didn't even do a bootleg. Cousins at least did a bootleg. Yeah. I think they're saving all that, dude. Oh, I they think, are, dude. They, I yeah. think oh, we're yeah. gonna we won't see that until game one, and it's gonna be like what what? Because they're like we know you. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> what that, what? <laughs> I mean, the Saints are going to be looking at the Saints are going to be looking at tape, and and then suddenly we're going to show up for the game. They're going to be like, "What? What? <laughs> what oh what? man, especially on that artificial turf. Man, he's going to be fast." And in the words of the fifth, <laughs> "I can't wait." Oh yeah, <laughs> dude, it was cracking me up because they're like, you know, Shanahan's like, "We know you can do that stuff. We, you need practice on staying in the pocket." Yeah, but he still had one little shifty move where he like dodged a. 
a would-be sacker and uh, got the ball out. That might have been the touchdown pass. I don't remember. I don't. He had one where he kind of dodged under and stepped up. And yeah. Threw a little dump off. Oh, he did. Yeah, he did a little like little turn and chucked it over like and when the linebacker was coming in on him. I, I did notice that every it was single, on that touchdown. Every single running play, they had a linebacker keying on him, like for uh-huh. the fake for the fake handoff, like where he, and he didn't do anything, and he never had it. The only thing he did was on that that uh, pick where everyone in Redskins Nation was freaking out when he went and hit that guy when he was going into the end zone when he hit that guy at the uh, one just at the sideline. Yeah, I was freaking out. Yeah, I was everyone like, was freaking out. Like, no, don't get hurt. No, what'd you guys? Course. What'd you guys think of Chris Cooley back there at fullback? <laughs> he got stuffed in the hole, as the Bills announcers put it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he was playing rugby or something. The Bills stuffed announcers were like, hole. "Chris Cooley just got stuffed in the hole." So yeah, that was, I was listening. He had one carry, right? I didn't really one see his blocks for too much. One yard. What'd you see? Did you see anything about his blocking? Because I didn't really notice it. No, I didn't really notice. I didn't notice either way. I, he wasn't in that much. Well, RG three didn't get touched, so uh, that was pretty good. Yep. Even with I thought, uh, the offensive line against their starting dudes like Mario Williams. Yeah. So based yeah. on based on this week, who will start at running back? That's a good. I was just getting to that too. Uh, that's a good question because uh, Evan the Royster didn't have all that great of a game. I thought he was the. Uh, I don't know. Do you think that that fumbled handoff was his fault or RG3 or just both? Uh, RG3 got it into his gut. That's what I thought, too. I've watched it three times, and I was like, well, uh, it's in there. Because the, even the Redskins announcers were kind of questioning whose fault it was. And it, What do you think, Josh? I think it was uh, Royster's problem. I, I will say, at first I thought Royster had a bad game, but then... Upon watching it again, he started warming up like the second and third drive. I think he's really nervous because he knows that there's a glut at wide receiver. I mean, at uh, running back right now. Yeah, Alfred Morris. But that could I change him, at dude. any. Alfred might be the fincher, the clincher. Alfred Morris, dude. There's nothing Alex- really exceptional that I could say about Alfred Morris, but he just like kept leaning forward, kind of like a. No, but if you look at his uh, look at his stats, man. Well, actually, if you look at he and Royster's stats, they're first down stats. Actually, he, Royster, and Halu. When you look at their carries, I mean, they all average more than three yards a carry. That's pretty good. So, I mean, Morris, Morris, um, Halu had the best average at four point three yards a carry, with Morris at three point six and uh, Royster at a measly three yards a carry. But Halu looked pretty good. I, I would say, I thought yeah. he looked better than Evan Royster. Alfred Morris, I would like to see go up against the first team because he's intriguing. Just to see, because we all know how Shanahan, how old Glass Eye can do. He can go get those late round draft picks yeah. at running back and just plug him into his system, and boom, thousand yards. Well, Morris got most of the work on the day. Got yeah. yards. Morris got most of the work with fifteen carries and fifty-four yards. Yeah. So, um. You know, it's kind of a, it's still kind of a toss up though. If you look at all their numbers, I mean, like Morris's longest carry was six yards. Royster had a twelve yard carry. Helu had an eight yard carry. I, I think it's still going to be very much a uh, wait and see how it all pans out. It's going to be very interesting against the uh, 
the Bears' defense this coming weekend? Without Urlacher, I might add. That, without Urlacher, yeah. But uh, where are they playing that game? Where or when? Where? Where? Soldier Field. And it's on Saturday, I think. It's on Saturday night. We got we got Tottenham Hotspur at twelve thirty in the afternoon, and we got the Redskins at eight at night. Saturday night. So, so, so Saturday night. It's gonna be a damn good day of sports. <clears throat> oh, and I'm going to a block party in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> on your block in P Town. No, I'm Let going me to ask you guys this: We did not get to see much kicking in this game. Um, we did not. As far as Graham Gano. No, Graham, how do they say it? Those announcers kept mispronouncing I can't even remember how bad. They they definitely did not Graham go Gano, do their homework. Gano. Gano. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. did not do their homework at all. Uh, Savraka, though, um, he had eight punts for 325 yards, averaging 40 yards a punt. How do we feel about that? His longest was 44. It's average. It was average. Good hang time. Um, he got pressured. A couple of times and got the ball off once way I think he was in the end zone or right at it I can't remember for sure but it was there was one where he, he was under a little bit of pressure and because he's got that that background that he's got he was just like kind of sidestepped it and kicked it away um, um Neil Rackers one thing I noticed one guys zone, I noticed that did he get that? it he didn't get it through the end zone though he, he got, got it got eight it. yards deep that's pretty good that's much yeah. well yeah and then you see the Buffalo kickers putting it you know, through almost through the uprights on every kick. Well, they brought in a one specialist just for that, dude. Did they really? They got a roster spot just for that dude that can whale it through the upright, and, that, and then they have another kicker. I mean, they got two kickers on the roster. Huh? Weird. On the roster, well, not yeah. unheard hey. of, but eh. we're jumping around a bit. But going back to quarterbacks, we we we've, we don't need to talk about Grossman. But as far as Cousins is concerned. Nine for twenty-two, seventy-four yards, and an interception. How do we feel after one real? game? Trial by fire. Keep throwing him in there. We're going to see him a lot in the fourth preseason game. I thought, yeah, I thought he looked like a rookie. Well, yeah. RG three is a rookie, so I didn't clarify. think he looked like a rookie. Yeah, RG three <laughs> did not look like a rookie out there. He looked extremely comfortable. It's I kind thought of Kirk uncanny. Cousins, I thought Cousins looked better than Blaine Gabbert. Mm. I thought Cousins looked better than Rex Grossman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that goes without. And I think you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised when they finally put John Crompton in, and I think that Rex Grossman should be cut. <laughs> straight, he's going to be like straight out of Crompton. Nice. Crazy MF name. <coughs> Grossman got cut. Well, dudes, we got a bunch of other stuff. I'm wondering if we should take a break here. After kind of going through the game, unless there's anything else. Oh, I did want to mention uh, the 11th man in Buffalo because at the fourth, when the fourth quarter came around, there truly were 11 men left. There were like 11 fans left in the stand. At that yeah, and a few of them were in Burgundy. The, the 12th man. I the 11th say. man. The 12th man. <laughs> oh, I thought you said that to be ironic. Oh, yeah, I did. You did. Yeah, there were a lot of Redskins fans at that game. There were. We actually got a a tweet from one of them who said that as uh, Rex Grossman was walking towards the bench, he was like, Rex Grossman, cut! <laughs> and awesome. then he, he, got, he got a uh, look because, you know, there wasn't many people, weren't many people there. Because so it echoed throughout him. the stadium, bro. <laughs> it was like, cut! Right, like, cut! <laughs> cut! 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 Did, so he, have quiet, his, did he have his yeah, fingers right. hit up in the shape of a scissors? When he was <laughs> 
I don't know. It was a, a tweet, Twitter, uh, Kenny Can sent a bunch of tweets out. Kenny so that, that cracked me up. I had to answer him on that one. I was like, nice. Um, anyway, okay, we'll go to a break. When we come back, we'll give our first game balls and kicking the balls of the year. Talk about some hog slop. Yeah. VR leak and stuff like that. Yeah, we got to talk about the injuries coming up, and we've had one transaction as yeah. far as a uh, signing and cut is concerned. <laughs> we'll deal with that right after this break. You're listening to Harry Hog. Is someone you love in trouble with the law? Maybe your child or grandchild has been charged with a simple traffic offense, a DUI or reckless driving, or a simple misdemeanor, assault, shoplifting, or indecent exposure. Perhaps it's a much more serious felony, murder, drug possession, or distribution, or even a third offense, DUI. Charges like these often leave you asking questions. Who do you turn to for help, and what happens next? The fact is, every case is different, and many require tough choices. Every case is different. To best guide you to the best possible place, you need a seasoned professional. Consider David Lee. He's been practicing criminal and traffic law in the state of Virginia for over a decade, and has handled thousands of cases for thousands of clients. David Lee is based in southeastern Virginia, but for the right price, he's ready to travel to any corner of the state, including Ashburn. So if you or someone you love is in trouble with the law, call David Lee today at 757-259-9377. That's 757-259-9377. Yo. Yo, yo. What's up? What's up? It's Josh back. I'm back, dude. He's getting funky. I'm getting funky over here. Hey, do I still have this old sound effect on here? From what are you doing, Josh? Practicing your guitar? My gitter. I've been playing throughout the podcast softly, so you'll listen, and there'll be soft strumming sounds. Like a Cialis commercial. Right. So, you know, if you're listening, it might put you to sleep, and then you have to realize, oh, no, that's just... That's just that. I used to have injury report music, and I don't have it anymore. That was, wasn't it like, I haven't got time for the pain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's time for the injury report with Josh Allen. Go for it. Are we done singing the song, though? Yeah, we're done. I haven't got time for the pain. Josh. Oh, sorry, dude. This week's injury report is brought to you by, what do we, who do we usually do it? It's brought we don't have to you by Dones. Triangle. Triangle Casket Store. <clears throat> All right. So well, let's talk about him. We mentioned him earlier in the podcast. I, I think he had a good game, although uh, he did get a knee injury. Talking about Chris Neal, Aaron's favorite dog. Um, what do we know about that? 
Uh, they're going to do an MRI, I think I read. I about. think that's all that we know. Yeah, I mean, we, have, we haven't to. heard any, any yeah. sort of definitive it is or it isn't good, bad. Yeah, neutral. we're probably not going to hear more about that one for a couple more days as uh, they get the MRI. Uh, they have the big huge. MRI machine. Right. Uh, big <laughs> Trent Williams. They've got to find a jumbo machine to put him in. <laughs> <laughs> they have to use one that's meant for, like, elephants or something. He's huge. Trent Williams... <laughs> Um, is, is apparently is still sore and he's day to day and has been prescribed with medical marijuana to help him with this. Um, no, 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 that's not true. That is just not true. <laughs> I'll tell you what, he had a bone bruise, is what I read. Bone bruises. I've had one of those, and those are not fun to have. Oh man, I got a bone bruise. <laughs> bone also, bruise. Oh, come on, man. We didn't even mention much about Trent Williams, but he was a beast in this game. He was pretty good. A beast. You think so? He's got a lot to prove. Well, no one touched RG3. Let's just say that. Well, that's true. I thought I thought he looked like he was struggling a little bit, but no more than anybody else. I think, you know, just the first game struggles. Um, but, yeah, very good point. No one touched RG3. So the question is, though, he's got a bruised foot from, from a pri- – uh, um, It was from the touchdown play. Right. So he, was, he was pulling. Who stepped on him? Probably Chris Neal. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Neal stepped on him and injured his knee and bruised Trent Williams' foot. I don't know, um, but if probably Chris Neal can move fast Sanders. enough, they should put him out there on the offensive line and let him bulldoze some pads. Yeah. Chris well, ba- basically, um, Williams is hoping to practice tomorrow, <laughs> meaning, meaning Tuesday. Um, so he said, you know, if the coaches let him, let him play, he's gonna, he's gonna play. I thought today uh, was Tuesday all day, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on I, was, I went to a restaurant for lunch and they kept telling me what the special is. And I kept like, looking wait, at that's the board. Not the Tuesday I was special. like, that's the Monday special. <laughs> <laughs> some, for some reason, I imagine you like sitting in this restaurant and there's like you and like a bunch of, you know, blue hair folks and. It's all quiet, and there's like that noise. There's like that little background music, like dun dun dun. No, dun, I was at Rich dun, O's, dude. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, okay, um, that's, that's awesome. better. Who else we got? Roy Halu. He missed practice today. He's got tendonitis in his Achilles. Um, so we're, I guess, waiting to hear on the status of the that's, tendonitis and whether or not he not plays. good. Not good. Not good, especially this early on. And especially yeah. when you look at the stable of running backs that we've got at this point in time. Well, that, that's, that is the good news on that then because I right. mean, Alfred, Alfred Morris looks rather good. Good good for the Redskins, maybe not for Roy Halu. Looking we'll see. Real good. Um, <laughs> look at real, so, more looking real good. <laughs> <laughs> looking real good, people. Looking real good. <laughs> So say it, dude. Looking real good, people. Looking real good. All right, let's pack it up and reload and do it again. Oh, oh, oh my! Looking real good. What? What are you stupid? It's Fish Friday. Um, there's a story. There's a story there. Oh my! Oh my! Uh, wanted to touch on uh, I just hit one more. With the microphone. <laughs> one I more injury. A tooth. Ongoing, uh, Jamal Brown. You know he's um, he's been out like all of training camp because his hip 
hip flexor or something. I don't know what he's got. Some I hate hip. to say it about Jamal Brown. Because you were pumped about him getting, si- getting signed. He may not play this day. He may not play again. He may not play again. Hips and necks. Hips and necks. Hips, like the woman on the Help I've Fallen and Can't Get Up TM commercial. Right. Um, they trademarked the commercial. All right, hold on. Have you well, guys seen that commercial in the last couple of years? Anyway, which, which they trademarked yes. they trademarked that uh, saying "Help, I've fallen and I can't get up" after everyone joked it, but the commercial still looks like it was filmed in 1979. But they've had the trademark sign to it. All right, go ahead. Which commercial? Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. That old woman. Oh, that one. Yes, yeah. that so they've trademarked of- it, but it's the same exact commercial. Speaking of commercials, do you think we will see RG3 in an Eastern Motors commercial? I don't think so. I, I don't think they uh, have a, a partnership with Eastern in any way. I don't remember a commercial last year. I don't remember one in a couple of Redskins. Since like Clinton Portis and all that. Yes, and she, Eastern and she's Eastern I saw your one job, on Subway. Your credit. Your job, your credit. I was, singing that, I was singing that driving back from Baltimore to... Uh, down to Woodbridge. Nice. Driving through D.C. and I saw RFK. And then for some reason I started singing, At Eastern Motors. Your job, your job. That's probably because we were driving through the ghetto. Um, That's a ghetto drive down there when you go down the parkway. When you're there in Northeast. Good job. Along to Anaconda. Uh, who's going to talk? Anaconda. Anacondas. A lot of Anacondas. Along the Anaconda River. Speaking of, did you see that blind snake? <laughs> I did. Oh, man. That was hilarious. Josh, did you see that? If you guys no, haven't seen the blind snake, the scientists in Brazil have found a new, well, have discovered a species of snake. A blind snake? Called a blind snake. It's about one meter long. And you just have to Google it and look at the picture. You just have to Google it and check the picture out. Blind snake uh-huh. Brazil. I'm afraid. Are they going to be touting these around at the Olympics? Are they going to be prominent in gold medal <laughs> platforms? According to you, they are prevalent. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's going to talk about transactions? Oh, um, John will do that. All right. Do we have Do we have transaction music? Yeah, here it is. <laughs> I like that. All right. Transactions. Red there you go. Cut an injured wide receiver named Darius Hanks because we have like 15 of them. I didn't um, even they, know he was on the team. I don't Ooh. even remember that. Yeah, Darius Hanks. It's Tom Hanks' son. Not really. <laughs> and they signed. Darius Hanks. They brought back. He's a rookie from Washington. Alabama, actually. That's Washington. like half Hootie and the Blowfish, half Tom Hanks' son. <laughs> they brought. Who'd they bring <laughs> in? They brought a. Uh, they brought Campbell back to Washington. John's cousin Campbell. Chris Campbell. That would be Chris Campbell, the offensive lineman. Not Jason Campbell. Psh. Not Corey That's Campbell it. either. All right, He's an offensive the- lineman who played for uh, Eastern Illinois, which I believe is Mike Shanahan's alma mater. So only one person got cut, and they weren't even in the preseason game as far as I can remember. Yeah, he was injured, and I, I don't remember this guy at all. Darius Hanks. He's, he got his injury a so, tenderness. So. Walk upon the water. Apparently he played at Alabama. I don't remember him, but I do remember a guy that played for Alabama. Wide receiver named Smelly. 
<laughs> was that his first name or his last name? It was his last name, Smelly. Oh, thank goodness. As long as his last name wasn't Bow. He should have been a sinner. <laughs> it's a perfect sinner name. Smelly. John Smelly. John Smelly. <laughs> Chaotic. Anyway, all right, what else do we too. got? Um, oh, we've got it. We've got it. You want to talk about the in, the invites while I queue up the music? Oh, yeah, as you're getting ready for our... Uh, for us to get back into game shape here. The uh, HHFFFL invites have been sent out for the Harry Hog Football Fantasy Football League. Um, you should have, if you are a returning member, uh, you should have your invite. And uh, there's one or two extras that were sent out because we did relegate Mark, the Colts fan, out because he didn't try last year and he got 10th place out of 10. So, uh, yeah, invites are out there. I don't know if we're going to do a second league, but probably not at this point. But, uh, Check your boxes, because I think I sent out one extra invite, so someone might get uh, left out, Josh. He got uh, kicked out, dude. Mark did? He got relegated. Did he finished he know? the last two years in a row. Did you tell him? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to have to break the news to him at work one day when he's like, I haven't gotten my invite from John. Dude, he doesn't care. He didn't even try last year. All right, I won't bring it up. You can bring it up. Anyway. I'll- I will email. I will be the responsible adult, and I will email him and tell him that his uh, Colts kick skins ass got cut. I want to warn you though. I did not fix this music, so it's probably still going to sound like crap. Here it comes. And now, the coveted <laughs> and ever elusive Game Ball Award. Aaron, your job's your credit. Dude, this sounded <laughs> horrible, dude. Yeah, and dude, we won the game. Kicking the balls comes first. That's if How we many lose, episodes dude. We've been doing? Yeah, no. it's only like we're only like three hundred episodes in here. No, you you put game ball second if it's a victory. Uh, You're like, yeah, it's we win. It's time for this week's kicking the balls award. <laughs> Did I hear the fifth in there? Ugh. All right, I'll go ahead and give my kick first. Rex Grossman. Next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you stole mine. Um, dude, that was mine too. Dude, you know that I get first dibs. No, on I've got one. I've got balls one. for Rex Grossman every time. Josh. I hate with every thread of my yes. inner beat and outer You can have a moment to think of yours because I already know who my my uh kicking the balls award is going to none other than offensive lineman number 60 jordan black <laughs> he had a holding penalty and i think he had another bad play right in a row and i was like i texted john and was like jordan black sucks and like right at the same time i was like who is this wearing chris samuel's number he sucks and i was like it's jordan like black. that's jordan black and i'm like oh man no wonder you were bitching about and it and john goes why did they it's give terrible. him chris samuel's number i was like because they know he's gonna get cut <laughs> anyway i yeah, like that a lot he played pretty bad but we can't really cut him because we don't have any extra offensive linemen yeah we do we just signed some dude named campbell Chris Campbell. Chris Campbell. Not to be confused with Chris Cooley. Or Jason Campbell. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Josh. All right, I'll kick Brian Keel because it's preseason, and when a ball hits you in the hands, you got to catch it. 
Yeah, dude. You gotta take advantage of those situations. You gotta take it, as the announcers always say, you gotta take advantage of your minimal uh, exposure to the coaches. You know, I was honestly, I was, I was thinking about kicking Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about kicking Jordan Bernstein. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> I don't remember because, what he did because here's my reasoning because. Bernstein. It's Bernstein. It's not Steen. How do you know, man? It's it's Frankenstein. It's Eckstein. It's Frankenstein. How do you know it's Bernstein? (laughs) Frankenstein. Dude, David Eckstein, who is now the hitting coach of the Nationals. You know when you when you like check people's stats and stuff, he doesn't even have a photo yet. It's like the uh, it's like the fake everyman image. Jordan Bernstein. Yeah. Or Jordan Black, Jordan Bernstein, dude. JB. I'm not, kick, I, I'm not kicking him for real. I just don't know who he is. But apparently, he had a pretty uh, anyway, pretty good game. I thought you were kicking him. No, I'm not. All I'm right. just saying. Is this I, guy I, really think, on the team? I don't even remember. Him. Dude, dude, he was thir- he, he was second in well, he was third in tackles. Number fifth, number forty eight, dude. He was that forty eight that I kept going. What's what's uh the. The uh, what's his face? The, the, oh, the new predator. Yes. The new what's predator. predator doing? He had five. Ta- <laughs> he had five tackles on the day. I'm calling him the Terminator for the rest of the preseason. <laughs> Just don't call him the. Well, yeah, that works. Don't call him the intruder. The intruder. <laughs> we'll leave that for the blind snake. No, they call the blind snake the intruder. They've nicknamed the blind snake the Inquisitor. I'm calling. I'm calling him Bernstein <laughs> the Intruder. Those dudes that found the blind snake have called it the Inquisitor. Oh my. Oh the my. Inquisitor. Curiosity <laughs> killed the Bernstein. It's Bernstein. <laughs> like Bernstein's money? Like, like draw it Like oh. Leonard Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein. Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> Steinstein, whatever. <laughs> Like Jordan Bernstein. Either way, the new Predator did play pretty well. That's great. It starts dude. with a pump fake. On, on Jordan Black, Stormy Banks, I stand. Jordan. <laughs> all right. Anyway, moving on. What about game balls? All right. Yeah, there's our kicks. All right. All right. Do I have to play yeah. the bad sound play, again? Play the music. All right. And now, dude, that's <laughs> ever elusive <laughs> game ball award. Where'd you get that music from, like, episode three? Aaron, did you call yourself from a payphone to record that? No, it's somehow... I don't understand how a digital file can degrade over time, but that's what's happened. Anyway, game balls. I'm giving my... I'm going to go first. I'm giving my game ball to Brian Keel, because it's preseason, and he led in tackles, and he had a sack. Dude, you gave him a... All right. I'm allowed to do that. Double it up. It's preseason. He's doubling up. All right. What about you, John? Mm, I think I'm going to give my game ball. I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this one. I got like four people I want to give it to. You go ahead because cause I've got – you know what? No. I'm just going to go ahead and give mine to Chris Baker and Chris Neald. <laughs> Neald and Baker. I'm giving it to Chris and Chris, the Neil two BFFs that are in the middle of the line. Neil, Neil 
and Baker. Neil, Neil and Baker. Baker? Baker? I hardly know her. You brought a you Chris Baker. Neil, Chris Baker. I don't see how anyone can run between those guys if we uh, have them in the middle of the line. They're not in at the same time, dude. You know but that. they could be. Yeah, but we if have... we're up against like Brandon Jacobs in the fourth quarter, and we got to stop his big two hundred and seventy pound ass, which we never do, except for last year we beat them twice. We'd have to take JJ off the end or carry. We'd have to take Cofield out or something. Anyway, okay. I anyway, we yeah. Have, um, my game ball goes to both of them. We didn't talk much about our secondary, but and I know we have Fairweather fans, but what do you guys do? You guys think there are any Merriweather fans? Um, not yet. Yeah, I don't. I saw D'Angelo Hall get burnt really bad on like an in route. I saw him make a few good tackles though too. Yeah, he did have one play where he did run up and make one a good tackle. play. Up short, he wasn't well, in. Very so much. did Bernstein, dude. He came flying up and like didn't he like he totally came off the block and hit a dude trying to come out on his screen in the fourth. Actually, quarter. D Hall was not credited with any tackles, which you know that just means they weren't getting through to him, right? But uh, he definitely had a tackle. Yeah, because he tackled that guy after he got burnt. Unless that was the other twenty-three, I'm not seeing them. There is like I'm Lewis not seeing or something listed on stats, dude. Yeah, it might be like the other twenty-three. Like, like there were some double numbers out there. Yeah, <clears throat> like ninety-nine. You know, if you're a double number, you gotta like play for your life. You're really in trouble if you're another number. If you're a double number, <laughs> it's like worse than getting Chris Samuel's number and being Imagine like, that. "Man, I can't live up to that." And they're like, "Nope, oh, I can't. cut." <laughs> what if? What if they do it like this? They're like, they don't tell you what number you're going to be, and you walk out on the field that day, and you're, no, they, you go into the locker room, and then there's the jersey, and you see that it's somebody else's number, too, and you're like, oh, man. Oh, crap. <laughs> all right, can I give my game ball? Can you yeah. give your game ball? I, all right, this is really difficult for me because I, I, I had like three different ones. RG3. I'm going to give them all. Go for it. I'm giving one game ball to Josh Morgan because I thought he played really excellently. And there's two other guys that played in the first series that were obvious. Like Garcon was a, was outstanding, but I'm not giving him the game ball because I thought Josh Morgan had to deal with more adversity, like playing with Rex Grossman and Scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he Got had that. a couple nice grabs. That, that that one that he pulled away from away from his body off the ground and pulled it right in. There's not yeah, many guys averaged, that would have made that catch. He has some nice hands. He averaged 12, 12.3 yards. How many catches that. did he make? Four. Yeah, four, right? Four. All right. Um, His longest was 25, though, dude. He had the biggest catch of the game. All right, my other game ball is going to Richard Crawford for, in my mind, supplanting Brandon Banks as the return man because of his um, – <clears throat> well, he had an interception – I yep. still need to, I still need to watch him play corner or was he safety or cornerback? Crawford is safety, uh, right? Technically, technically he is listed cornerback. Cornerback. All right. Well, I still need to see him play more in coverage because I wasn't really keying on him, but he contributed a lot. He had two really good returns. Josh probably has a stat on how long they were, but he had a couple nice moves on him. Um, and he had the interception, which uh, we, is more than we can say for Kevin Barnes, who once again dropped another one. Man. And, He's like the new Carlos Rogers wearing his number. And he had a tackle. Yeah, right? He had a, he had a good solo tackle there. Um, he had uh, one interception for 16-yard return on that. And what was his Kevin return Barnes numbers? Kevin Barnes needs to get moved to safety, just straight up. He just uh, doesn't his, he's no good at quarterback. 
his punt returns, he had three punt returns for uh, a total of 42 yards. So he was averaging 14 yards a return. His longest was 17. Yeah. I mean, he had a couple nice ones. That's more than we can say for Brandon Banks. I don't think he yeah. got a chance to return one then. Anyway, um, and my third and final game ball is going to Alfred Morris because I just liked the way he was running. He was running hard. <clears throat> he wasn't he was extremely fast. He wasn't extremely powerful. But he was somehow getting positive yards and kept churning things out. So I'd be interested to see him play against the first team. Anyway, He had a lot of heart. Yes. Anyway. All right, what else we got? This thing's going long like the blind snake. snake. Long. I got to say, though, I had a question about this because I can't remember as I was thinking back about the game. On kick returns, we didn't get a chance to return any, but who was back on kick returns? Was Brandon Banks back there? Um, Brandon Banks was back there at the end of the first or in the first half. Yeah, I because, think but he did not get to return any of them. Because there were no, yeah, there's no opportunity they to return. They kicked them out of the back of the end zone because they have that specialist dude that they right. hired. Right. In. I mean, it's always kind of funny when you see like there was no, there were no kick returns in a game. They just kicked them out of the back of the end zone because they moved it up like idiots. But we then again, if you think about, about it, they only had three chances to kick, right? So anyway, we only had two chances to kick. All right. You're correct. There you go. All right, so moving forward, we need to wrap this thing up. Let me see. What do we got? A nice little bow. What do we got? I I guess we need to do some hog slop. Hog slop. All right, dudes. Now, you may or may not remember a member of the Washington Redskins named Kentuan Balmer. I do. He went AWOL last week. He went AWOL for the second time. In his illustrious Um, career. In his illustrious career in the NFL. The first time was with the 49ers. Apparently, he has been located, but they wouldn't give any other details. But it doesn't sound like a... I mean, he's still on the roster on the Redskins website, but I don't think he's still on the roster. Uh, Where'd he go? They won't say. They didn't say where he went. They wouldn't, His name they didn't is say where he went. Balmer. 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 Well, yeah. Apparently Anytime he's you go AWOL, that pretty much means you're cut. How long was he missing? They might put him in the stockade. He was missing for a few <laughs> days. No one knew where the heck he went, and he changed his phone number. He just left Watch like in the middle of the up. night. He cleared out his footlocker. What's he got Change. going on, man? We don't know. We'll probably never know. find we out because we'll forget kind of, about it. Like, distraction in the locker room. Or, yeah, very bizarre. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking so. of distractions in the locker room, Evan Thomas <laughs> retired. I'd like to thank Vinny Serrato for wasting yet another draft pick on Devin Thomas, along with Malcolm Kelly. Oh, yeah. What happened to him? Did he already retire, too? I guess he's retired as well, you know? Thanks he a lot, picked, Vinny. He, he decided to go after two wide receivers who each had one good year in college, one of them with a chronic knee problem, and the other guy who didn't really do much except for having a pretty decent year at Michigan State. Is, isn't Devin Thomas, like, going to, like, coach at a high school or coach at a – I can't – I read something about what he's he doing. He says he's going to go, like, give back and everything, but we know he was hanging out with Chaka. So nothing's good is going to come of that. Chaka. Why would Chaka hang out with him when he's not even a first-rounder? I am Devin I, I don't Thomas. know. Oh, speaking of, we've had requests to do our second part of the, the, the courtroom <laughs> drama. When are we going to do that? It's not really very 
you know, exciting. He's we'll do that on the bye week. How about that? Maybe we'll do that on the bye week. How about that? All right. All right. Uh, Sounds like what a about plan. old Heath Schuler, man? Heath Schuler visited Ashburn last week. I had nothing yeah. to say about that. He said that he liked what he saw in RG3. I think he was trying to give RG3 tips. Thanks, I Heath. think it was very interesting that Heath Schuler showed up at Redskins camp. And he was apparently welcomed. I'm trying to give tips. First, well, he had to probably it's... prove who he was and say he used to be the quarterback there. They <laughs> He's that like, no, gate. really, look. Look, I still have my parking pass. I still, I still <laughs> got it. My parking pass. All right, anyway, um, that wraps up the hog, hog slop. How about the BR of the week? Geez? But did you guys hear about like Heath Schuler, like what he supposedly is doing? He's like a congressman or something. Uh, he's a U.S. representative in, for North Carolina's 11th district, but I heard he's also opening a like a pub, and he's going to be calling it the Heath Bar. Sweet. Really? Is it for Cowboys fans? No. Dude, it's not his fault he sucked. He's trying to be nice and do good things. All right. Moving forward, the BR of the week. Here it is. BR. He named his kids Navy and Island, by the way. Washington Redskins (laughs) offensive line needs to overcome injury. Thank you, BR, for that insight. (laughs) Duh. I can't believe it didn't start with five reasons why. Although they're doing that everywhere now. Like the the, the damn Washington Post does it all the time now. I saw that. Washington Post like picked up on that. Everyone's doing it now. It's 22 reasons why. Anyway, I think that probably about wraps it up, doesn't it? Some shout outs. Hey, make sure you tweet at us at Harry Hogg, by the way. That's right. Harry Hogg. You can check us out at the website, harryhogfootball.com. You can call us. On the hog line to leave a message, like our, our man, the fifth beetle, Will in Maryland, does. 7-7, Harry Hog. Um, yep. Shout-outs, right. Nick the Greek, of course. The fifth, Daily Grumbles, Kenny Ken at the game. David I, Kevin Grant, Kevin Douglas. Ninja Death Stars, Taylor Jones, Paul Rush. Hope Solo, oh my. <laughs> Remember. Bolt skins. Hey, um... I know y'all are all gearing up out there to get ready for the opening season. So if you're shopping at Amazon.com at all for any of your RG3 wear or anything else, make sure you go through Harry Hog Football. Click on the Amazon link. Shop through there. It gives us a little bit. It doesn't cost you anymore at all. So, uh, And it gives us a little teeny cut. Yeah. Penny. Penny or two. Every penny, penny counts. On the dollar. Redskins <laughs> v. the Bears this Saturday night, 8 o'clock. Yes, sir. Uh, make sure you watch it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hail you to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, you know what Joker! to do. Joker! Joker!